What's up, it's your boy. It's been a long time coming, and I apologize for that. I feel like I've done y'all a disservice, but I think I'm back. I had to get right, you know. Uh, had some shit going on in my personal life. Had to take care of. Um, I don't even think it's fully taken care of yet, but it's taken care of to a point where I can uh, I can provide some more service to you people. Uh, I apologize for being gone for so long. Um, you'll hear in this podcast all the reasonings and what fors and why nots and what nots and this, that's and the others. But uh, yeah, I'm back. This is episode 13. Um, I'm going to tell you how this one's going to break down. I started recording the episode originally. And I didn't like it. And I was about to scrap it. And then some personal shit happened. And it got kind of put on the back burner. Um, But I'm going to play that episode with this. We're just going to play it all. You know, you're going to hear that episode along with this. Uh, We're just going to keep it all as one. Keep that thought flowing. Uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm saying the us again a lot because I'm going off the top of the dome today. No notes. Just sitting here watching some Temple football, playing uh, Memphis. Uh, I'm from the Philly area, so I always watch Temple play. <laughs> They're just kind of like a little hometown feel, if you know what I mean. Um, so, full disclosure, in my life, um, my job kind of consumed me. That's one reason why I've been gone. Uh, I get I get up early. You'll hear that later on in the podcast. Um, and then I got back together with my lady from a long time ago, and we were gonna try and make things work, and that just fell sour. So yeah, we'll talk about that too. Shit. <laughs> But so much has happened in the world since the last time I spoke with y'all. Most recently, like today, I just heard a man just ran a marathon in under two hours. That's fucking crazy. Like, how can you run 26.2 miles in under two hours? Man, you're running 13 miles an hour sustained. Excuse me, folks. Sorry about that. Um... 13 miles an hour sustained. That's that's moving, dude. The average human runs about, you know, at a full sprint, 7 miles an hour. The average person. So this dude is like at a steady pace. Twice that. Just going to town. It's incredible. Um, oh, let me check that. People don't, don't run at 7 miles an hour. Um, they walk almost about 7 miles an hour. Some shit like that. I can't remember. Fuck it. I'm not checking stats. This is all off the top of my head. But 13 miles an hour is fast. Go to your treadmill and turn it on 13 and then then step on that bitch. <laughs> or even just try to build up to 13. You'll understand that that's one hell of a pace to keep for two hours. Oh, my goodness. That's incredible. That's like almost a full sprint. And... When I when he was crossing the finish line, if you've seen the footage, he's smiling. So 
I mean, that runner's high, damn, that's some that's a good drug. I'm gonna have to get me some of that shit, baby. That's some crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let me run twenty six miles and feel like a good motherfucker. Hell yeah. Nah, and you know the dude was from Kenya because he, he gets chased by tigers and shit, you know. He's he's not running a marathon for fun over there. He's running to save his life. <laughs> no, that's a total stereotype, and that's not right, and da 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 and I'm sorry for that shit. Please, Jesus, forgive me, and all that other bullshit. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're smoking on some purple punch today. I must tell you, it's got my mouth drier than the fucking Sahara. It's crazy. And I am definitely higher than giraffe pussy right now. <laughs> I'm having fun once again, folks. I had some serious stress go on in, in my life recently. I mean, full disclosure, let's put it out there. Because this led to the demise of my relationship. Because, I mean... and. Uh, this is some serious shit folks this is where communication and honesty is the key right here this moment in time so I walk into my daughter's room and uh, I'm just chopping it up with her you know just having a conversation we're about to go see a movie the Joker and you know I'm just trying to keep you know just just talking to my daughter we're about to have daddy-daughter time, and, you know, I'm just having good conversation. I look down, and on her bed, I see a vape pen. I'm like, what the fuck in my head? I'm just like, I did like three backflips, and, and I fell off a wall. And I know, I know by looking at it that it's it's one of the commercial ones, so it's a nicotine pen. So it's like, oh, shit. Fuck, dude. Seriously? What the motherfuck? Like, no, say it ain't so. Like, I just quit smoking, you know, after 32 years of doing it. My daughter wanted me to quit the whole damn time. And and now she's vaping. It's like, oh, shit. Now, full disclosure, I own a vape pen myself. Mine's THC and, and CBD. <laughs> so so don't worry about me <laughs> no but i don't uh use my vape pen religiously um that's my backup so when the weeds dry i got something to get high um that's the only reason i have it it's the only reason i own it i i don't like vaping i understand the downfalls of vaping i mean one you don't know the chemicals that the commercial companies use unless you make your own juices you don't know what they're putting in there and, and two vaping in in just in itself is vapor vapor is water your lungs are sponges in essence and now you're ingesting water so you're slowly drowning yourself and, and it'll give you emphysema after prolonged use you just got to understand that. You can't just slowly put water into a sponge and not think it's going to get soaked. And that's all emphysema is. It's just fluid in your lungs. <laughs> understand the fucking fundamental truths about the shit, people. Fuck. Still, they just still don't give a fuck about you. Oh, it's better for you. No. You're just not ingesting chemical. 
I mean, what would you rather do? Suck on a can of poison or let me waterboard you? Take your pick. I mean, <laughs> both of them fucking suck. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, yeah, I gotta, I gotta handle this situation with my daughter. I, I, I think I scared her because you know usually my my initial reactions I'm a yeller shouter kind of dad. I'm like, I'm emotional, so I get loud. Okay, I, I'm. I won't say that I'm a yeller. I get loud. Because I'm not like yelling. But I'm just, I'm emotional. And I, I start out talking and then it gets really loud. <laughs> and you know, um, I didn't do that this time. I was totally just calm. And you know, I was, I was shocked. I was amazed. I wasn't surprised. You know, it's one of those, yeah, I smoke, so I understand, you know, I understand the statistics in the matter because I talked about that shit when I started smoking because both of my parents smoked. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's like, but her mom doesn't, kind of. Her mom does use a jewel. Okay. Keep that in mind. So, I don't fault her for the thought or trying it or, you know, whatever. It's around her. She sees it. It's it's not hidden, you know. So, that's all there is to it. In a trip to California recently with my daughter, um, we were going to celebrate my sister's birthday. And I told her straight up, darling... Weed is legal in this state, and your dad smokes weed. <laughs> so, you know how people drink beer? I'm going to smoke weed. <laughs> you know, that's that's when it was, I brought it out into the open at that point. And then, it, you know, I, I don't hide it. I don't do it right in front of, I don't just blaze up in front of my child. But, you know... It's not a secret. Your dad smokes. It's not a secret. I, I don't. Yeah, and <laughs> what else? <laughs> Big deal. So, but now this is my baby, <laughs> and, and you know, all parents that have gone through the situation know that moment. I mean, it it literally brought a tear to my eye. I was amazed. Like, wow, I'm actually crying. Wow, I'm 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 handling this very. It was a very weird moment for me when it happened, and it it was it's very recently to this, and it's kind of what brought me out of the woodwork and made me want to talk because I need to like get some shit off my chest. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you people are just the ones that get to listen to it and enjoy my shit so and and now that i don't work with most of you anymore (laughs) i don't care if you hear this shit who's gonna see me that hears this unless the people that i work with now have hunted me down and found me (laughs) then welcome to the show we're about to have some fun (laughs) so 
Where was I going? Because I know I was packing a bowl while I was talking, so like a whole lot of shit was going on in my head at the same time. <laughs> oh yeah, my daughter and her fucking smoking habit. <sighs> so yeah, when I first saw it, my first question was, what is this? And she tried to play dumb with me. And she's like, it's what it looks like. I was like, duh, motherfucker. What is it? Weed or nicotine? <laughs> you know, like, I'm not fucking stupid, bitch. I got one hanging up in my room from my light with my damn uh, Six Flags membership card. That's my California fun pack. I got my vape pen and my... Uh, so I can uh, get my little stony on while I'm in the park. And I got my, my game ride pass. Boom. We're good. We're in there. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. And she tells me that it's a jewel. I'm like, oh, shit. So, so you're smoking nicotine. These are all the thoughts going through my head. You're smoking nicotine now. Okay. I just quit like two years ago. And I smoked for 32 years. I mean, shit. Damn, kid. <laughs> all your life, I was a smoker. So it's like, it's all you knew. So, I, under, I understand. I can't overreact. I'm not trying to make a stripper here. I can't give her a daddy complex. So, I'm not going to overreact. So, I'm trying to play this cool. So, I'm like, <sighs> I want to know where you get it from. Are you getting it from school? Did somebody just buy it for you on the street? Um, you know, how, how did you come about this thing? So I asked her, where did you get this from? I wasn't ready for the next answer. <laughs> it's still fucking flooring me right now. Like, it's still fucking flooring me right this second. Like, the, the thought that I'm about to say it is making me just fucking blow my mind. And you know what? The truth will set you fucking free, baby. So, oh, damn. That's unfortunate. Watching this football game and two players just got hurt. And one of them's unconscious. It's not good. They're gonna do away with football pretty soon. It's it's gonna be like an underground game for a little while. It's gonna lose its flair. Because it's it's so violent. And that's just the nature of the beast, honestly. There's just like like hockey, you have to accept inherent dangers. Like, you're running at a high speed at each other. You're fully padded, so there's certain fears that disappear. And then you don't really think about the physics of the moment when it happens. And then it happens, and ouch. I've been knocked out. I understand. Um, ah, yeah, that was head-to-head -head collision. Two people. <whistles> Not nice. So, 
and it's hard to be aware of all of those circumstances in the moment because it happens so fucking fast. Um, my last concussion, I got taken out by my teammate. He was coming in to tackle the quarterback. I was on the quarterback's back. I was just, you know, I just jumped on his back to take him down. And this kid came in to blow it all up at the same time. And it was kind of a bang-bang play. And he missed the quarterback and hit me instead. Which made me fall off the quarterback. And the quarterback ran free for another 15 yards. But he hit me so damn hard that in the side of my head, with his face mask, it blew my shit up. I was cooking monster and feeling goofy for a while. It's the hardest concussion I ever had to that moment. <clears throat> and I still feel the effects of it to this day. <laughs> when I talk about my concussion issues, it's from that concussion. Because <laughs> that motherfucker hurt for six months. And I wasn't right for like another four after that. And and it's, it's still, you know, every once in a while, I, oh man feels like somebody's turning an ice pick in my brain and it's like right between my eyes in the middle and it hurts so damn bad (coughs) then it goes away but that's another story so I asked my daughter where'd you get this from And, and I know she didn't want to snitch. I, I could see it in her eyes. And she was like, I got it from my mom. And I was like, say what? <laughs> She's like, I got it from my mom. Holy shit. That's when I just turned around and walked out of the room. And it's like, we, we're going to discuss this when I when I can handle the situation. So, today, I, I took the night to cool off because this happened yesterday. Um, and this is what? Today is Saturday, October 12th. So, this happened on the 11th. Um, and she said that, and I said, oh shit, we're going to, we're going to handle, discuss this when I can handle it. So this morning I went in her room and I told her, we're going to discuss the deceit that happened here. The, the fact that you didn't tell me when your mom gave it to you. And we'll discuss when that happened too. Um, cause that'll lead us into the next story. Um, so we're going to just address the deceitfulness and, you know, just the downright, the gall of the situation. Um, you know, the fact that you had this for almost a month now and didn't tell me, um, or say anything about this situation happening. And I understand you not wanting to because it's your mom, but then again, you should know better. You know, you should know who your dad is and, and you knew better. You knew better. That's the part that you're getting punished for is the fact that you knew better and you didn't. So I punished her for that. And and in her punishment, 
uh, I'm making her day because she's gonna get a job and she's gonna she's gonna pay a, a restitution of sorts if you know what I mean. Um. So she wanted to come into the the adult world. We're gonna treat her like an adult. You know, she's she's gonna. I watched the Cosby show when I was a kid, and I remember the episode where they did Theo with the Monopoly money. Well, I was going to do that to her with Monopoly money, but she fucked up. Now we're using real money. <laughs> I'm not going to break her fucking back like the real world does, but I'm going to make it hurt. <laughs> and I'm just going to put the money aside for her in an account, and she can have it when she turns 25. Or whenever she, you know, well, I'll say she, whenever she moves out, because this this is gonna it's gonna start here and go until she's eighteen, and then when she's eighteen and out of school, it'll change to something different. But yeah, she's uh she's setting her course, and that's the way it's gonna go. And she wants to be an adult. I'm gonna treat her like one. That's it. I told her if she wants a ride to, you know, see her friend, she got to pay for it. You want a ride to the store? You got to pay for it. Ain't nothing free. <laughs> it cost me money to give you a ride, so you're going to pay for it. One way or another. So, harsh lessons in life about to be learned for a 15-year-old. Yeah, that, that's the other part. 15. So, <sighs> that's going to be fun. So then let's let's address the mom issue. This chick. Giving a 15-year-old that shit. That's just unfit shit right there. Unfit shit. And that just ended uh, the relationship that we were trying. She was she was the ex that I'm trying we were trying to get back together and she did that shit and I was like, "Yeah, I'm done, dude." You don't do that shit, dude. That's just, like, one, why did you do it? Because it, it has happened for a longer period of time than I realized. I'm just now finding out. And, you know, this has, like, been going on for about six months now. And it's like, what the hell? And <sighs> I felt betrayed. <laughs> you know, it just outright, I, and I understand domestic violence now. I, 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 I didn't hurt anybody. Uh, she's not even here, so she can't even face the music on this shit, which is good because I probably would be in jail because this is some shit that that I feel is unforgivable. And <laughs> I was talking with my mom about it <laughs> when it was happening, and it's like. Yeah, I, I this is one of those call the cop moments. Let's go. <laughs> I don't mind sitting in jail tonight. I need some time to cool off. <laughs> so I've pretty much sequestered myself from from reality. I'm just locked up in my room. I'm just going to play video games and smoke weed and talk to you people. And uh, work my way through this with my own little therapy. So we'll see. So that's kind of how this show's gonna go this week. 
We're gonna talk about this shit that's new in my life. That's the first serious problem. There's a couple others. And then um, we are going to talk about a couple other things. Then I'm gonna let the the original stuff that I intended way back that I I did two weeks, three weeks ago, something like that. Two three weeks ago. Oh no, way longer than that. I originally recorded this stuff back in uh, July. <laughs> it's October. <laughs> so we're going to play that stuff for you to finish the show out. We'll finish the show out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, what else is going on? Uh, I checked out that Joker movie. It was pretty It was pretty interesting. I, I don't have anything else. I guess I was still reacting to what was going on in my life at that moment and the shit that was going on in that movie was very relatable and it's like man I could totally understand it to a point and that's where the mental illness kicks in and that's how I know I'm not that mentally ill um I know I do have some issues I need to address um one of them's my concussions. The other one's just, you know, my little depression and anxieties. Um, you know, and I just got to, you know, maintain. I'm an educated man, so I just got to keep my education going with it and just maintain and just do what I just do what I can to help myself. You know, I got to help myself first and foremost before I can help anybody else. And that's what led to that break in time because I didn't feel right talking to you people uh, <laughs> I couldn't talk to you people when I'm going through my shit the way I was I didn't even know what the color of the sky was at that time you know so how could I tell you guys what color the sky was but now I know it's blue I kind of know why it's blue but we're not going to get into that right now <laughs> But we got a little blue blue sky up there shining bright for us. Stars blinging behind it. It's a beautiful day here in the Phoenix Metroplex. I don't know about where you guys are. Some people are experiencing some snow. <laughs> Not me. So... What else do we want to talk about? What else is happening? My job is fun. Understand your uh, your auto insurances, your your home insurances. If you have insurance, understand it. Because those companies are not in the paying out business. They're in the making money business. Understand that. <laughs> they I work with these motherfuckers every day, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they want to fucking undercut everything. They want the... Oh, man. They they don't want to pay out if they don't have to. Every time. And they want to go the easiest route every time. Like, they would rather total a car than get it fixed. Totaling a car is nothing to them. You know? <laughs> it's actually what they'd rather do. You lose the car, they write you a little check. 
So understand your insurance policies. Read them. Know what you're covered for. Okay, don't don't buy a policy, get into an accident, inspect you, and, and and expect you're going to get original parts when your policy comes for equal or like quality. So it, that's where people get pissed off, and that's what I get to listen to all day long. <laughs> but the joy of my job is I get to say, um, call your insurance company. <laughs> Don't come at me with that shit, bitch. <laughs> All we do is take pictures and write on paper. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Uh, so, let's always remember this, folks. Take care of your mental health. Um, secondly, take care of your health. Thirdly, help those around you. Take care of theirs. Because if we're all taking care of each other, we can all be in a better place. Okay? I think that's my big takeaway from this episode on everything. We just got to look out for each other. Um, That's all there is to it. Life is fast and furious. And you get tied up into it. Sometimes you got to step back and take a deep breath. Just take a deep breath. That's where that saying, you know, stop and smell the roses, man. You just... You got to take time. Time is all you have. And it's fleeting, you know. I was watching this comedian and he said something and it just, it's sticking with me. And it's pissing me off. Because I'm in that age group that he was talking about. He's like, you know, if you're in your 40s, you only got 30 summers left. I'm like, damn, dude, that's, that's, that's a short amount of time. But I've had 40 already, so it's been kind of fun. But still, 30 is not a big number in the, in the scheme of it. It's, it's, it's fleeting, man. There's not a lot of time left. The years are short. Your, your time here is, is numbered. Just a blink of an eye in the, in the scheme of things. So make it count. You know, Make a lasting impression on people by helping them out. That's what they remember is when you help them. When it when it when it benefits them, they'll remember it. And then if they're helping somebody too, it all comes around. You see what I'm saying? It, it, karma is truth. You know. So I'm gonna cut y'all off with this one. We got some more show to go. This is the original 13th episode to follow this. Thanks for sticking around. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for listening and tuning in. Um, I appreciate all of you. Um, you don't know how cathartic this is for me. Uh, I, I I love I love doing this. I miss doing it. Uh, so I'm gonna get back back to it. I got the time. I got the energy. I'll tell you more about the the little wife situation that went awry and all that whole shit in in the next episodes um you know we got baseball playoffs we got football playing we got basketball starting hockey just started it's october baby it's the best time of the year woo woo if you don't understand you better ask somebody this is Mick this is you right We'll check you out next time. 
Uh, stick around. We got uh, some more for you here on the You Right Podcast. What's up, folks? It's your boy. I'm back. It's been a long time coming. I had to take care of some personal stuff. Uh, I missed y'all. I think it's been almost two weeks now, maybe three. Um, started a new job. Had to get used to the hours and whatnot because, man, they got me waking up at the butt crack of dawn before Jesus and the Mexicans to go to work. And then, you know, I put in a full day and I, I'm a single dad and I got to come home and take care of the family. So some things... I have responsibilities to take up, and, and y'all come second. <laughs> but I'm back. It's episode 13. We're doing the Baker's Dozen. Last last episode was the Dirty Dozen. Now we got the Baker's Dozen for you. Um, We're going to discuss a few things. Uh, when I started taking notes for this episode, uh, I was watching the Democratic debate. So we're going we're gonna to discuss a little bit about that. We're going to talk about... Dick Stain, Donald Trump, and uh, what's, what he was, uh, what he's put in place now for the immigration of this country, who might cause us to emigrate from this country. Then I want to get down and dirty with some transgender shit. Uh, I saw something that just blew my fucking mind the other day, and I need to talk about it. And, and then on top of it, we got some good news for Centania uh, Brown after 15 years. Uh, of being incarcerated she got released last week so that's a good thing and i want to talk about driving just basic driving etiquette and just how how the fuck did we like in 10 years just digress so hard as a country driving wise i've been across the country and i've seen all kinds of drivers we're going to discuss that so it's the you right podcast it's your boy mick right here right now we're doing it for you. Uh, episode 13, Baker's Dozen. We're uh, Stick around. We're going to get right back into this thing real quick. Welcome back, folks. It's You Right Podcast. It's your boy, Mick. We're going to do it for you right here. Let's get right down to this uh, political bullshit and just get it out of the way. So that we can have some fun for the rest of this stuff. Um, I watched the Democratic debate, the second one, uh, the other day. Uh, I didn't get to see the first part with the first ten, uh, the major ten. But I got to watch the second one. They kind of split them up. So, I watched the one with Gillibrand, Gabbard, Castro, Booker, de Blasio, Yang, Inslee, Bennett, Biden, and Kamala Harris. And I took a couple notes about it. I paid attention to it to a certain degree. Um, they're all talking a bunch of yeah, yeah, and bullshit. But, you know, let's give it its due. Um, I felt that Gillibrand uh, was trying to target the gay and the, and the female vote in her rhetoric. I felt um, Tulsi Gabbard was really hitting down on patriotism and her service to the country. And, you know, talking down about Trump's non-service. Uh, Castro was uh, Julian Castro was you know he's gearing towards families and, and he's trolling Biden so I don't mind when you troll Uncle Joe it brings the best out in him <laughs> Booker I didn't really catch his talking points um, 
I was talking to my kids at the time that was going on. Uh, Cory Booker, I don't really look at as a serious player in this. He's he's a yes man if best, um, and I don't think he has a leg to stand on in this race. But I'm glad to see he's in it. Okay, we need we need some black men, you know, to stand up and, and take those reins. Um, De Blasio. I can't stand the dude because he made processed meats illegal in New York City. So, you know, you took my hot dogs away from state uh, property, and I can't handle that. You got to go in my book. Um, Inslee, he was hitting down on on low-cost prescriptions and low-cost health care and trying to bring that down, make it viable for everybody to get. Uh, I thought that was it was decent in 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 his pre- presentation for that. I didn't really listen to what Bennett had to say. He didn't have many talking points in the debate. Um, I just didn't pay much attention. He didn't stand out to me. Um, Joe Biden invoked the name of President Obama so many times. I swear to God, he's fucking the dude. I mean. He's talking about bringing back Obamacare. So what that means, and he said that he's going to bring back everything that Trump repealed. The main thing that Trump repealed was the fine that was levied on you if you didn't have health insurance. I'm one of those people that I'm fairly healthy. I don't go to the doctor. I don't need to go to the doctor for any reason. So why should I have to have health insurance other than I might get into an accident and need it? But at that point, we'll take care of it. It's not an issue. I shouldn't have to put myself into debt because of that. And that's what happened. My last job I had, I took the medical benefits. I paid out my wazoo for some bullshit-ass 80-20 bullshit benefits because the Healthcare Information Portability Act was supposed to make healthcare affordable and transferable, and it didn't. It does everything but that. It actually let the health insurance companies drop their their uh, lowest uh, policies and drop their highest policies, and then raise the price on everything in the middle. That's what happened. So, the fact that he wants to bring back all that stuff. Yeah, I'm not with that, Joe. You need to come up with something better, dude. You're just riding coattails at that point. And his only good talking point was he wants to give green cards to anybody that has a PhD. It's good and all, but you're really sending a bad message out there. And and I'm going to continue with that in just a second because Donald Trump kind of hinted on that this past week with what he did with the immigration laws and whatnot. Despicable. Kamala Harris has this Medicare for all, but it's going to take 10 years to roll it out. 10 years before it it works, which means it's a bullshit policy. It's just meant to just eh, tickle, tickle your feet and play with your dick kind of thing. Nothing serious. 10 years to roll out a health care policy is not a health care policy. It's, an, it's, it's a fucking shot in the dark at best. So those are the 10 uh, candidates that I watched in that debate because I missed the night before and I wanted to see Bernie so bad I wanted to see what he had to say because he's starting I think he might actually be a a player this time he might actually have some legs to stand on so let's get back to this immigration shit and green cards for doctors and shit 
Um, Donald Trump. I, I won't say Donald Trump. His citizenship and immigration secretary came out and said that they're changing the rules. And it was in an interview on NPR. And this dude, I can't remember this fuckhead's name. He he wants to change the rules so that immigrants, legal migrants, people that come in the proper way with the visas and all that shit and do it all the right way, you know, jump through all the fucking hoops that they make you jump through. He says those people need to come into this country self-servant and, and not reliant on anything or anybody. They need to be able to grab themselves by the bootstraps and get down and dirty with America. Our own citizenship can't even do that. So first of all, you need to address that. Get all of your citizenship to that point before you demand it of somebody else. This is the, this is the land of opportunity. For the longest time, America has been where you come and your dreams are fulfilled. Now they're trying to change it. For no reason other than they don't like brown people. And they don't like black people. And they don't want yellow people. And, you know, they, they point to the southern border. And the southern border isn't the problem. You know, because the smart ones just take a plane to Canada and come down through the north. Nobody's standing at the north. You can just come and go. They don't care. And it really comes down to looks. If you're white, no questions. If you're not white, questions. So we have a fundamental issue there that needs to be addressed. And that's just not going to cut it. Um, Donald Trump. The man is... (laughs) The propaganda machine that he is, is using... I don't know if it's I don't know if it's working. I don't know who's in control. But all I know is our country's going to hell in a handbasket and nobody's trying to do anything about it. And, and somebody needs to stand up. And you know, as soon as I have the opportunity, I will. Cuz something needs to be done. And really that's all I want to say about those two cuz fuck them. Let's not talk about them. Let's get on to some good stuff. Like, Santanya Brown, who was wrongfully jailed for killing her rapist, molester, whoever the fuck the dude was. He did some dirty, foul shit to her. And she defended herself, and he died. And she got put in jail for a shitload of years. And finally, after 15 years in prison, 15, this young lady served 15 years for something she shouldn't have done. She finally got released. And nobody's really talking about it. And, and it's a shame because the system did her wrong. And the system does a lot of people wrong. And the system is what's broken. And, and that's what needs to be fixed is the system. We need to work on fixing that. Vote for new judges. Don't let the old people back in. You know, we need fresh faces. We need fresh blood. We need fresh ideas. We need new people in power. Okay? So go out and vote for the new people. 
We'll take a little break. We'll be back. This is You Right Podcast. Thanks. All right, y'all. Welcome back. We're doing this mobily. I'm in my car driving home from the plug. <laughs> Had to get a fat bag of stone, you know what? Because I got to get that pie a la mode. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Just like Method Man said. And I'm about to go get lifted. Yes, I'm about to go get lifted. But beside the point, I'm driving down this damn road. And these people are fucking idiots, dude. We need to talk about driving. Because this shit is crazy. If you hear some noise in the background, that's my radio. I listen to talk radio. I was just listening to the football game. So they're jibber-jabbing away on that shit. But uh, these motherfuckers are out here, dude. And they're stupid. And uh, I don't know how to explain it more than this. Use your turn signal, people. Don't, don't be stupid. I mean, the on-ramp is for accelerating to the freeway speed, and then you merge on. And you don't have to do it in the first 10 feet of the off, you know, right there when the dotted lines come up. You got that whole distance, man. Give yourself some time. Give yourself some room, you know. Be considerate of others for a change. It's not that hard, people. I mean, you honestly, if we all drove with a little consideration, there wouldn't be traffic jams. I mean, the reason that there's traffic jams is one, there's a dumbass going too slow. Two, there's a dumbass going too fast doing erratic shit. And you put those two together, there's going to be issues. And then people need to just stop being scary and gawkers. I mean, stop stop taking pleasure in somebody else's pain type shit, you know? There's an accident. We've all been in an accident. To stop and to stare at the shit because you see, you see a car wrecked up. Dude, go to the demolition derby at the county fair if that's what you need to see. Go go, go do some constructive ass shit like that. But don't sit there in traffic and gawk at some shit and stop and back me up because you want to... Uh, drives me fucking nutty. <laughs> I don't even know how to express it more than it drives me fucking nutty. The other thing, I live here in Phoenix. I don't know about the rest of you people in the rest of the world but here in phoenix i got a real pet peeve with some of these fools uh, people here like to drive in your blind spot they like to stagger off they don't like to be riding next to you for fear that you know, i don't know for fear that they're going to shoot you or something and you look the wrong way at somebody something's going to pop off it happens like that down here it's the wild fucking west i mean we got ms-13 in this state so i mean <laughs> anything can happen <laughs> so motherfuckers sit in your blind spot and they slow down with you they speed up with you they sit right right there and it's like dude i want to just move over but you're sitting in my shit i can't even merge i turn my blinker on and then the fucker speeds up to get in front of me like dude you could have just let me over and then you could have got over we could have just did a switch of roadie booty and boom we all would have been happy but now you had to be a oh me first me first and have to push your way to the front of the fucking line nigga do that shit around me. I'll bust your fucking head. I'm waiting until I get some good ass insurance and a whole lot of money in the bank. I'm 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 taking care of shit on the road. Fuck that. I don't care anymore, man. These people are pissing me off to the point where I'm going to take action. And that means I'm going to just run my car into your shit cuz you're driving like a dumbass. Fuck it. I don't care. I got good ass insurance, dude. And I got a cheap ass car so it'll get totaled immediately and I'll get another one. 
fuck out of here. That bull ass shit. Woo, it got me fucking mad. I need to go home. I got a bag full of gas that I need to fill up on. Shit. <laughs> now that I got that out, my daughter's about to get her license. She's she's getting to be that age. And I'm trying to impress upon her good driving habits because I feel I'm a I'm a really good driver. And I'm a little aggressive at times. I, you know, I come from the East Coast. You, you know, there's no lollygagging when you drive out there. You, you get it done. You, you got shit to do. I live out here on the West, dude, and it's a different world. Motherfuckers lollygag to fucking everything. I mean, it's hot as hell, and you don't want to be in this shit. And, you know, I don't drag my feet. I'm trying to go somewhere, man. I got things to do, people to see. I got a life about me. I'm not trying to sit still and fucking, uh, speed limit's 35, I think I'm going to do 20 today. Yeah, there's a speed bump down the road, I, I should probably slow down now. Uh, you're driving too close to me, so I'm going to put on my brakes. Bitch, I'm driving too close to you because I'm trying to push you forward because you're going too slow. Fucking use that thing on the right side, it, it goes up and down and it goes vroom vroom. You just put your foot on it and the car goes forward. It's really not that hard. You know, cars were made to drive, not lollygag. Lollygagging is for prostitutes. And I got a lolly they can gag on. Shit. That stuff just drives me absolutely crazy. Wow, I just drove past a solar-powered car. That was kind of cool. <laughs> it's middle of the night and shit, but hey, if you can drive your solar-powered car at night in Phoenix, you're doing something right. <laughs> oh, damn. Anyway, I digress. So, people just, let's, let's just think when we drive. I mean, it is, it is a privilege, not a right. And I personally think that they should just stop handing these things out to people and start, you know, making them act. We, I know we talked about this on a previous podcast because I had it for a, a poll question or I had it for, you know, question of the day type shit. Send in, send in all your comments, questions, and concerns to the You Write Podcast at uh, gmail.com. I'll gladly answer them. It's been a little quiet out there. You people don't love me no more. <laughs> and I'm going to take it personal and just stop doing this shit. I know it's been two weeks. I'm sorry. <laughs> I ain't a little bitch like that. Come on now. <laughs> but yeah, I think we need to have a more stringent uh, testing method. For getting your license. I think we need to do something like uh, Germany does. I think there needs to be comprehensive driving. Not just, uh, how many stop signs does it take to cross the road? You know? Or the real basic dumbass question. What's the legal limit to drink in a no-tolerance state? Duh. So, we need to get past that shit. The other thing we need to do, people, is these phone companies... And I know they can do it because I did it with one of my previous phones. It's that NFC chip. You know, you set your phone down and it goes to certain settings. They should just make cars just an automatic NFC. So that when your phone comes into the car, it is disabled. You cannot use it. It is not usable. People, we are missing the world around us because we're stuck in our fucking phones. I'm sitting at a stoplight right this second. The dude sitting next to me is in his phone. 
I'm not in my phone. I got a microphone in my mouth. <laughs> my phone's down on this chair. But, you know, just stay out your phone for five minutes, dude. It's not going anywhere. It's going to be there when you when you get to your spot. It, it, people have this fear of missing out bullshit. You ain't missing nothing if you ain't done it. What the fuck? Some crazy ass shit, dude. It's just crazy. I can't understand or comprehend it. I mean... I, I come from a different time, so I came from a time before cell phones, so I absolutely know how to live without one. That's not even a question. But I'm trying to impress upon my children who have no fucking clue. My daughter's addicted. I got to put her in fucking rehab for her phone, dude. Like, that's some crazy-ass bullshit. Like, I failed as a parent in that regard. My son's borderline, too. He's a little bit better because he does turn it off for a few minutes and then goes about and does some other shit. But then he comes back to it. I mean, he he is he is in his shit a lot. So we need to do something about the phones, especially in the cars, because it's just it's not good. You know, I mean, we have all these hands-free laws now going on. I mean, Arizona just passed theirs last year. Minnesota just started theirs back in August. A whole bunch of other states have it going on too. Distracted driving is a real thing, man. You got to be paying attention. These are death machines. I mean, they're straight up death machines. There's nothing more to it than they will kill you if you don't know what you're doing and you're not competent as a driver. And, and the other thing, don't drive a car that is above and beyond your ability. You know, you shouldn't be driving a McLaren if you don't know how to drive a stick and handle a sports car. You shouldn't be driving a 4x4 jacked up, you know, six feet. If you don't know how to properly drive that shit and you can't see over the steering wheel, that's some dumbass shit. Stop overcompensating for your little fucking pecker. Just accept the shit that you got a little pecker and move on, dude. Life's a lot easier when you don't deal with the bullshit. So, folks, let's let's learn how to drive. Let's learn how to drive properly. Let's let's be considerate of your, of the person next to you, in front of you, behind you, and around you. You know, it's the basic golden rule. Treat people the way you want to be treated. I like to, you know, flow through traffic. I like to drive my speed. I like I like to enjoy my time in the car. I enjoy driving. I've done a lot of it in my life. And I don't like lollygagging. I don't like case in point. Going to going to work today. The freeway that I drive on. It's got five lanes across fairly you know well moving freeway and I work before rush hour so there's really no traffic but there's always somebody in the middle lane doing 50 miles an hour taking up space and it's like dude get the fuck over understand how to drive just get the fuck out the way you don't need to be there you're in the middle lane because I don't want to deal with anything but you're too slow you shouldn't be there if you're that slow you know, people with shit to do and, and moving in traffic should be on the left side. And the slow asses need to be in that right lane. I personally think that very first lane on the right should be for merging and getting off the freeway. That lane should almost always be empty. Unless you're getting on or getting off. And then, oh shit, I almost forgot I gotta do this. And then the other thing is that um, 
Damn, I just lost my train of thought because I forgot what I was going to do. Got to go get my mail. <laughs> Got to pay these bills. And what was the other thing? I forgot what the other thing was. But we just need to take our time. Not do stupid stuff. No mail today, good. <laughs> I love it. We also need to, uh... Oh, yeah, I was talking about the lanes. That right lane needs to be for merging and getting off. Then the next lane next to that, slow drivers. The middle lane, fast drivers. The far, far left lane is usually the HOV lane. Oh, damn, I forgot to close the garage. I hope no cats got in my shit. That far left lane is the HOV lane. And then the lane next to it should be the fast lane if you don't have high occupancy vehicle. Um, so that's what I think driving on the freeway should look like. You know, it's it's very and I personally think that semis need to have their own fucking road. <laughs> Delivery vehicles and semis, they need to have their own shit. Because one, they kill the hell out of people out here. Two, they take up a lot of space. And they drive slow. <laughs> They're always in my way. I don't mind them because I know how to treat them. I know the rules of the road. I know how to, you know, pass and flash my lights and all that stuff. Make it nice. So, let's recap, folks. Just be mindful on the road. Don't be lost in your world. You're on the road. You're driving a death machine. Keep your eyes on the road. Keep your mind on the road. I'm going to take a break because I got to smoke some weed. And I just pulled into the garage. And it's hot in here. And I want to go in the house. Stick around. This is the You Right Podcast. All right. Welcome back. You Right Podcast. It's your boy, Mick. Here for you again. Um, we got to close the show out. That what you just listened to was the original... Uh, recording for this episode uh, that's what I originally started with I didn't like it I was about to delete it and get rid of it um, but I decided to keep all of it um, and just give it to you man because why not fuck it I already did it I don't want to do it again I didn't remember what I said <laughs> I gotta listen to it again just to know what I said <laughs> so I can hold myself accountable <laughs> when you people come at me with this shit uh, I haven't checked the emails in a while I will start checking them again uh, sorry if I haven't been responding and you've been sending something uh, I'm back so we'll get back on this grind for you people uh, webpage to come Soon, I hope within the next six months, uh, within the next year, we'll get this thing going visually. That's my goal. Within a year, get you uh, get my little YouTube thing going, and uh, you can watch me do this, or you can listen to me do it. Take your pick. So always remember, folks, on that journey of a thousand miles, it begins with that first step. Just remember to tie your shoes. Just take that time and tie your shoes, please. My name is Mickey Wright. See you right podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being patient. Keep on coming back. Take it easy.